welcome, 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 listeners. It is episode number 70 of the Fret Talk podcast. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. It's me, yo. And you're here with Mr. Matt Quine, Mr. Birthday Boy. Say hi. Hi. You're old. I am old. I'm really old. I'm depressed about it. <laughs> nah, you're not that old. No, I'm not. It's fine. It's just a number. It'd be grand. Yeah. Much like episode 69 was last week. And episode 70 is this week. Yes, they are just numbers. Just some of them are more fun than others. Indeed. Some some are slightly more childish and immature than others. Yeah. Um, so, yes. It's not been long since we've we've casted, actually. Because we, we casted quite like last week. And we're casting early this week. So... It feels almost redundant, but how are you, Matt? What have you been up to? Yeah, not bad. Um, a gig for the night after we recorded last time. Um, it was a good gig. Uh, pretty standard, just party music. Good fun. Yeah. Not much Not much to write home about. No different than most of the decent gigs that we have. No excitement, no damage to anything. So all, all was good. I mean that's that's the the best you can hope for, isn't it? Yeah, but it makes yeah. for terrible podcast news. Unfortunately, it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you ever get your because um, you 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 had that outdoor gig where you you had two pedals that fried, didn't you? Did you ever get those replaced? Um. So I managed to get the Wampler Decibel working again. Okay. Um. I I took it apart so. First first time, basically, I just plugged it in, stood on the foot switch, and the light didn't come on. Okay. So I just unplugged it straight away and went, right, let's yeah. take it apart, take the back off, let it dry out, and then see. That one worked fine. Um, the other one was the ABY box, um, which I assume basically because they were open, because there was only one and mono, yeah. there was an open jack socket, and I think the water probably got in there. Um, I took that one apart, but because I haven't been running stereo, I haven't tried to put it back together yet. Ah, so, so it might work. So it could. I mean, we've got potential of it being like a, a twofer. Yeah, I mean, it's at the moment it's Schrodinger's ABY box in that it both works and doesn't. Well, yeah. Well, the last possible um, trial of it is it didn't work, but that's not to say it won't work. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know about that one, but at least the one blue because that that decibel is my like make gooder like yeah the pedal I have on that just adds a bit to my clean tone yeah because it's it's a buffer isn't it the uh, the, the decibel yeah so it's it's a clean uh, you can use it as a clean boost or a buffer I've okay. got the gain right down it doesn't really add any volume at all it just adds yeah yeah some just... more warmth and niceness awesome I I've got two buffers myself i haven't used them yet and i don't think i want to because it takes up a space then doesn't it and if i know that i can't live without it that's gonna suck if i didn't have a board the size that i've got i'm pretty sure i would mount this on the underside of my board next to one of my power supplies that is i mean that's a testament that is isn't it yeah yeah, like I, I don't think I would run the Vox without that in front of it. If I, if I, if I, if it, if there's like obviously I did for a couple of times when I, I was drying it out, but other than that, I wouldn't want to because it just, it just adds a little bit 
like I say, a bit of warmth, a bit of just nice extra Tony goodness. Tony goodness. I think I've met that chap. Tony goodness. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's it's something that I need to experiment with, and I very much am planning on doing so when I eventually get around to doing pedalboard gargantua. Um, <laughs> but for now, that's that's kind of on the back burner. Um, so, yeah, I think I don't know. I, I might whip one of the because I've got a I've got a Frederick Effects Clon buffer, which is amazing. It's just this tiny little box, so yeah, you can stick it anywhere. <laughs> I feel I feel like this this is a. Uh, content that we should have had in last week it is definitely yeah let's talk about muffs <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i've got the i've got the um the the clan buffer which is apparently supposed to be quite nice i've also got a bright onion uh buffer as well which along a very similar line it's slightly bigger it's in a uh 1590a enclosure so you you kind of stand mini pedal size is that the soap? Is that the clean boost? No, I've, I've got one of those. That's that's just literally a, a clean boost pedal, and that's that's quite nice as well. Um, the reason I got the um, the bright onion buffer is because I bought the boost, and it impressed me so much. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I bought it second hand off a off a guy who was quite local, and he was selling it rather cheap. So I thought, why not? Add? Sound. I had money. Yeah, why not? He had wares. That's how it often goes. Yeah. Yeah. We've all been there. Indeed. Um, speaking of uh, wares, um, I, I received a, a sneaky little message off, uh, off a chap that I've not been in contact with for a while. Um, this man, uh, he, he happens to own a guitar company. Um, and he um, he said it's coming soon. So <laughs> I am quietly anticipating and a little bit excited. <laughs> so potentially within the next couple of weeks, you might find that there is um, quite a few updates on my Instagram, um, almost like new parents with baby pictures where you'll be getting at least like two or three pictures of it every day. Yeah. Me taking it to the park, getting it dressed in, in its fancy going out clothes. Yeah. Taking it out in the stroller. <laughs> so oh, that, that might happen. We'll, we'll see, but I, I will very much uh, keep you all informed about that one. Um, yeah, I completely forgot about that. I hadn't even told you, Adam. Nope, you haven't. Um, so yeah, I've actually done some some guitar related stuff this week, rather than just like speculating about new gear stuff. Um, I pulled out my wait for it. Uh, I pulled out my um, Telecaster with two neck pickups, the TE two hundred two, which originally. Had a humbucker in the neck, but then Mr. Fletcher said, "No, no, no, this will not do." That's not how it. <laughs> yeah, so he decided to put two 
telly neck pickups in it and it's glorious it is absolutely glorious i i forget how good that guitar is um i've been using it as a standard telecaster pretty much because it's got the mode where you can use it as a standard telecaster or as a humbucker um yeah but i've pretty much been slamming it on that neck neck telly pickup and leaving it there because it is so so good yeah i mean i own i own I a fair amount of telecasters i uh i am not shy when it comes to the telecasters and no you're definitely not <laughs> yep it's definitely top three definitely top three if not I mean, it's kind of straddling that line because my my number one go to is my uh, my TE two one two because that that's the the one that really made me love Telecasters. Um, like it it solidified the love. Um, but the pickups in in the uh, the two o two are probably better. They're probably better. Are they both guitars with fletchers in, and you've just got different fletchers in each of them? No. So the 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 two one two, which is my go to, the white one, has got a yeah. uh, a Duncan quarter pounder and a Twang King. Twang right, okay, King that's Matthew. The Twang King. Twang King. <laughs> um, and like I say, that that is the archetypal telly sound that I I love. Uh, and the reason why I, I kind of uh, collaborated with with Ben to create the, um, I say I collaborated, I asked him, can you make me one of these? And he did all, all the magic. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was my idea that I wanted a, a Seymour Duncan quarter pounder um, that he made. Uh, so he made the big bang right. telly pickup. And I've, I've bought like three of them since. Um <laughs> But his version of the quarter pounder is Don't better than me. the quarter pounder because it's it's got more clarity. Um, whereas the the quarter pounder very much, I, I use it on on the two on two as the the drive mode. So right, okay, bridge setting. Unless there's drive on, I'm 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 not going there. Whereas the uh, the the Fletcher Big Bang is it's articulate enough to to do clean as well. Yeah. Um, it's not too punchy. Yeah, well, it's it's like super super powerful. Like it is literally like punching your amp in the face. Um, but it's it still retains some of those highs and some of the kind of upper mid detail that the uh, the quarter pounder doesn't. Okay. Um, and the the twang king neck pickup is possibly one of the greatest neck pickups you will ever hear. And again, I think the uh, the Fletcher, and I think it's an Al Nico four. I'm not entirely sure. I'll have to ask. I'll have to ask Ben about that. But it's <laughs> it's some kind of voodoo magic um, yeah. guitar pickup. That one, it's just it's glorious. So I've been very much riding the Telecaster train this week. Um, and yeah, I think I posted up on my Instagram actually. Um, I can't remember what I posted up, but I remember playing, playing that one. So, yeah. Oh, it was uh, 
because I, I posted in our uh, in our fret talk podcast denying that Richie Cotton song. You did, you did with the terrible, terrible wah sound. Yeah, I, I mean, you can you can understand <laughs> what I, like why I said the the worst bit like about he, yeah the worst bit about him is his tone. Um, but like the song itself is just like soulful jam. So I thought I'll give yeah, that a yeah. go. Why not? Yeah, and the the so, the solo was absolutely fantastic for somebody who I know as a shredder. The solo in that song was just soulful and musical and not fret wankery at all. Yeah, well, that, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, no, it was, it was definitely, uh, definitely a, a, a fantastic sort of example of him playing properly. <laughs> playing properly, <laughs> but okay, you, you shouldn't say that. But you know, in my in my head. Yeah. Playing properly means playing with musical musicality, playing with soul, play like expressing emotion is how I like to hear the guitar used, not expressing how many notes you can play in a second. Well, th- that's exactly it, isn't it? Um, and Cotson very much gets tarred with that brush uh, to the uninitiated because because of his kind of his past where he yeah. started with Poison and did Mr. Big and. They were very like high octane rock and roll numbers. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he's 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 got more to him than just the um, just the shreddiness as an air Cotton. He has, and, and it's it's opened up a new thing. Like I'd always dismissed him on yeah. the basis that I've heard of him. I know he does high gain stuff. I know he does shreddy stuff, and I just disregarded everything but I think it's it's somebody that I need to go and have a proper look at yeah my my problem is that um, because his music's not widely um, not widely accepted but um, widely commercial to to get his albums you have to pay like stupid imports on them yeah so it's always put me off yeah, and I don't think he's somebody that's probably I'm probably going to pay those stupid imports for. The only person I've ever done that for was um, the lad that we were talking about from the other man, Davy Knowles. Yeah, some of his albums don't reach the UK, or if they do, they're like twenty five quid on Amazon. Yeah, um, and I have I have paid stupid money to get some of his albums just because I think his voice and his guitar playing deserves it. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I should probably stop being such a tight arse and actually put some money down for for those artists. Um, But, you know, we're in a generation at the moment where you can get shit for free. And I know we shouldn't, but you can can go on Spotify and stream some shit or you can go on YouTube and then it's just instantly there. And you don't have to pay, pay a thing. So... Yeah, it's it's a it's a downside of being in this generation. It it makes you lazy and it makes you um it it kind of holds you back from supporting people because you think, oh, well, you're asking a lot for for that album." But you know, I probably should. Yeah. 
probably should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I get you. Uh, my kind of final thing for this week, I uh, I have whipped out the soldering iron again. So I'm def I'm on a roll now. I'm on a roll. Yeah, you're back into it. Back in the it's game. Like you were at the start of the year. Yeah, so back on a roll, churning out pedals. I've I've churned out like two within the space of a week, pretty much. Um, so that's pretty good. Uh, I've uh, I've repurposed a uh, a fuzz pedal into another fuzz pedal uh, this week. <laughs> so um, I I received a uh, a broken fuzz pedal from a friend. Um, and it was it was one of these Chinese company made ones, and it was like a muff style one. Um, and the problem was is it just didn't make didn't make any sense. So I, I got the got the uh, got the circuit out and tried it, and then started jabbing at it, um, and eventually found out by by like touching my finger on certain electronic components. Ow, that hurts. Um, the, <laughs> It was it was most likely the switch that was gone, um, but considering how cheap the pedal was anyway, and um, the the switch wasn't a type of switch that I had uh, to hand, I said to the guy like, I could could replace the switch. It'll probably probably cost you half of what you paid for the pedal, uh, like because this is just me buying the parts. I'm I'm not not even worried about the the labour for it. But then, yeah. there's no uh, no guarantee that that's going to work. Um, for that very same price, I'll make you a pedal that I know will work, and will probably sound a little bit better than this one. Uh, and he's like, "Yep, sound, <laughs> do that." So I resprayed the resprayed the pedal. Uh, been doing that over the last kind of couple of weeks, maybe three three or four weeks, and I've I accumulated it all and got it all working. Uh, last night and it it's it's that balls out for us thing again it sounds awesome yeah it's just smashing smashing gain into more gain pretty much gain on top of gain on top of gain that's it but every time I every time I do a little test of them before because I always give them a, a quick quick test before I send them out I end up losing a good half hour because <laughs> it's just one of those where it's it's really good at doing like kind of big monster riffs. It's that kind of fuzz pedal. Well, that's when you know that something is good, isn't it? If you lose half an hour and you're just sat there either riffing or shredding or you know do like whatever it is that you enjoy. If there's a pedal that you know you you don't realise that you've Miss, you think you've been going for five minutes and you've been going for half an hour. It's clearly got good tone. That's it. Then that's what it is. So I'll be happy to to send this one off to my man. Um, but I've uh, I've got some some other pedals of his actually to try to do some demos with. So when I get some get some chance, I'll uh, I'll demo them as well. But I've got I've got a big backlog of pedals to demo at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll see how how long that takes. He might eventually yeah. get them back. You never know. Um, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So we've got some news for this week anyway. We've got some news. We're kind of like a third of the way into the podcast. Um, and we've got like a shed load of news. So let's let's just barrel straight into it. 
Um, first one, Mad Professor. Uh, are they the, the guys that you got the reverb from, was it? No, that was T-Rex. Oh, T-Rex. Get those two mixed up. Mad Professor. Um, they're a company. Don't know where they're from. USA, maybe. Don't know. Um, Somewhere. They've bought a, a, a pedal, or they've at least teased a pedal, called the Loud and Proud. Um, kind of black, black box with kind of coppery writing. So it's supposed to be based on a uh, kind of a plexi sound, but not it's not just your standard Marshall in a box um, pedal tone. This is the, the kind of the four input um, Marshalls, like the JMPs of, of yesteryear, the, the big rock tone, essentially. Like, you think of, like, artists like ACDC and Hendrix and Led Zeppelin. All of these people yeah. will have had this sound. Uh, so they've, they've kind of chased after that tone. Uh, and in doing so, they've, they've gone uh, down to the minute details. So apparently their, their pedal is supposed to simulate the, the, um, the phase inverter... Uh, the push-pull stage and the uh, the output transistor, so it all all simulates in a in a way the the way that they react. So it's it feels like you're playing one of those amps rather than just emulating it in the sound. Which right, okay. I'll believe it if I if I see it, but I've got no means of <laughs> comparing it. So <laughs> sure, why yeah, not? It's- yeah, we'll say we'll just say yes, rather than yeah spending a million pounds on one of those amps. Well, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's essentially it's a it's a cheaper way of um, affording a, a, a really sought after era of Marshall. Um, I didn't bother writing down all of the controls of it, but there's uh, there's basically like a, an EQ, so your bass, middle, treble, your gain, your master volume your presence but it's also got um it's also got a, a, a separate foot switch so it's like a, it's like a dual pedal and it's got a, another foot switch uh and this foot switch can either be a boost pedal kind of slamming into the front of it or yeah it can be a germanium fuzz so very much kind of aiming at that classic 60s Think of like Hendrix running a fuzz yeah. pedal into a an already driving Marshall, and you. So they they're definitely they're definitely thinking about the uh, the situation. You you think about the uh, this kind of description. What would you expect the uh, the product video to be, Matt? If you were to demo this pedal, what would you do? Um, I mean personally, I would play some form of. Hendrix stuff. I like. I, I would expect somebody to be playing Voodoo Child or something very similar to that kind of thing. Bit of like ringing open chords so you can hear how it is, and then slam the gain on for a bit of lead work. Yeah, you you would think so, wouldn't you? You would think yeah, so. Yeah, that's that's how I would do it. So the 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 little thing in my notes here after all of the. Uh, the bump about the the um, the pedal itself says super shitty product video. 
Um, wow. So, the reason why it was super shitty, it weren't, because it's, it's Mad Professor, it weren't, like, badly made, it weren't, it weren't bad playing, it was just, it was a guy sat there with, like, a 335 and some kind of single coil guitar kind of flitting between them on, on a track, but they were playing, like, really super subtle blues. So like edge of breakup sounds. What? And you, I, I thought, yeah, that's okay. If you want to do that to start off with, show that it's like it's really dynamic and touch responsive. All good. Yeah. It did that for two minutes. I waited and I waited and I waited for the uh, for the game to kick else. in for that fuzz yeah. to be shown. Nothing. Absolutely fuck all. What's the point? Like, exactly. if you put a fuzz or a boost circuit in there, why not demonstrate that in your fucking product demo? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the fact that they're they're marketing this pedal as a like a four uh, four input plexi style pedal. Yeah, very rarely Play when you think of those loud do, rock. Yeah, you don't think of <laughs> oh, these are the perfect subtle blues up. You think no, these are this is like. Zeppelin behind a wall of noise. This is yeah, yeah. Ha. Huh. that's that's mind. Like, why would you do, like? I know that you can use marshals for that warm bluesy tone, but that's not what. Like, like you say, those four input marshals. You think of Angus Young. You think of Jimmy Page. You think of Hendrix. None of whom were subtle blues players. Yeah, yeah. It was they. They could do that. But they also did like in your face riffs. That's it. You you wanted that that wall of noise, and yeah, and it. So, like poor form, poor form. Um, yeah. It's two hundred and forty nine dollars. So you're probably talking about the same in terms of pounds as well, considering the the exchange yeah. rate. It's not. I... It's not ridiculous to ask, is it? But no, I mean it. It's probably slightly more than than I would normally pay for a drive pedal. But I mean, the hot cake I think is about one hundred and eighty quid. So it's not yeah. that far off. Yeah, but if you if you think about it, like a hot cake would be part of that, and then adding on yeah, top of that a boost a, or a, another pedal. You're not so. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's it's not out the realms of possibility. It's no, not at all. Relatively. I'd say fairly priced. It's not fairly priced. It's within the expected price range. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, but yeah, shame on you. That product video was <laughs> terrible. Uh, I urge you all to check yeah. it out and just like comment on it on YouTube and just go, what the fuck. <laughs> Yeah, um, I just want to give you a shout out because you said you didn't write the controls down and you read them out in order. Oh, did I? On the pedal, like literally from top left across and then from bottom across. Oh, you shit, man. It's spot on in order. Oh, I missed out the toggles though, didn't I? And there was a uh, like a, a voicing toggle. Yeah, so there's a character toggle, character toggle. and there's a fuzz and boost or force. Yeah, yeah, sorry, fuzz and boost. Shit, yeah. my memory's not as bad as I thought. But <laughs> if. Uh, if my uh, missus asked me to remember, <laughs> I was gonna say, if Go my on. missus asked me to remember what what she said to me two days ago, 
<laughs> fucked, mate. Not happening. Absolutely fucked. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, the one thing you, you did say, Mad Professor from the US, uh, they're, they're Scandinavian, but you know it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Well, that's where I got um, T Rex from, isn't it? Yeah. Surely that's that's where the wires were crossed. <laughs> um, so I'm going to swing it swing it back round because I, I don't think, uh, like aside from what we've said about it, I don't think there's much more to say about it. I think, no. For me, I'm not going to be buying one. Um, I'd be interested in trying one because I've I've never tried a. Um, a, a four input Marshall, but yep, yeah. I might even give them a, a a proper product demo if they send one over. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to reach down and pick up the news that we dropped from last week because uh, we we dropped it like like it was hot. Um, <laughs> we got we did, distracted. Yeah, we we mentioned that Gibson. Um, Gibson had done a thing, um, a relatively exciting thing. So, um, the SG Special. So these are they were like a model around in the sixties, I believe. Um, I think so. So kind of dual P nineties, um, but not so not kind of junior stripped back. So it still it still has a little bit of kind of of the the kind of fanciness of that Gibsons can have um but had the P90s in it so these these specials um let's have a look at me it's insult me piece of paper um so we've got wraparound bridge P90s uh the half yeah. guard which is an absolute must for me um so it comes with dot inlays but it's also got binding as well so it it gives that slightly classier look. It's it's somewhere between the juniors yeah. and the and the standards. Um, they come in two colours, which I find it very difficult to give a fuck about. Um, <laughs> so we've got sparkling Pelham blue, which is kind of yeah. I think they're they're leaning a lot on Pelham blue recently, and sparkling Pelham blue doesn't do it for me. Um, <laughs> And vintage sparkling, yeah. sparkling burgundy as well. So if it was just a standard like trans cherry or, or maybe even just a standard Pelham blue, I might have got behind that. I don't didn't really like the kind of metallicness of these finishes. I'm not a fan, but at least it's something a little bit different. Like all of the other SGs in the range are going to be in standard like heritage cherry and. Like that, so at least it's something that gives you the chance to have something a little bit different. Yeah, fair play. I'll I'll rescind my comment on that because yeah, at least it is doing something different. Um, the wraparound tailpiece is not my kind of thing. I think they are they are quite limiting. And from what I've heard, the Gibson ones aren't the greatest ones that you can get. No, um, there's no adjustable. Well, sorry, the only adjustment is the little grub screws to sort out the angle of it. So you can't do individual string intonation. You can only like slightly adjust the angle. Yeah. Um, for the Gibson ones, which I'm personally not a fan of. Um, I I'd far rather something where I can set the intonation for each one of my strings so that it's in tune. Yeah. Um, Gordon Smith, I saw um. 
saw their wraparound bridge recently because I'm part of the um, what what group is it? The Black Star uh, Appreciation Group on Facebook or something like that. Um, and the woman who runs it is massive Black Star fan, as you'd imagine, but also really likes yeah. Gordon Smith since uh, Black Star and Gordon Smith kind of merged. Um, and she posted a picture of um, of one of her new Gordon Smiths, and it's got a wraparound tailpiece, but the um, the strings go into the tailpiece, come around, and then there are individual uh, intonation screws for the um, for yeah. each and every part of the um, the neck. So it's yeah. I mean, if I was going to have another guitar with a wraparound, that's what I'd want. Yeah. I but I would I would prefer just to have a proper like a, a proper bridge system that actually works. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there is that. Um, I yeah. mean, like I get these, like because it pretty much if if they had a proper bridge on this, yeah, because it's got your four pots for your volume and tone, and it's got a bound fretboard, it wouldn't be any different, really, apart from the P90s, than the SG Standard, would it? Yeah, so, they'd, they'd, just, they'd have to call it, like, the the Standard Classic or something, wouldn't they? I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, I understand it, 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 but... Uh, uh, from, that, from that as well, update your design, because there are so many guitar companies these days who do do the wraparound bridges that... And do it properly. Yeah, that are... Uh, amazing yeah uh, and yeah I don't think the the Gibson ones are, are quite there yet. but I don't know I haven't tried one of these I'm I'm shitting on it and like two weeks ago I would have sh- completely shat on the the uh, PRS Silver Sky and I played one of them and it was awesome so this is probably going to be awesome too um, yeah, I, thought, and- I, I thought it was awesome though because I uh, like I'm like super big into P90s um, and especially SGs with P90s fuck me yeah I like my one criticism of this though is the price point isn't too far away from the Gary, Gary Clark Jr <laughs> where you get three <laughs> P90s <laughs> yeah and a better like, colour or not- you get two two choices of better colours Oh. Yeah, uh, one better colour and one horrible yellowy, creamy colour. Hey, that's it's an awesome TV yellow. It's because it's it's not my thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, like I mean, the, what are these coming in at like eleven fifty or something? Uh, fourteen nine nine. <laughs> so over the Gary Clark Jr. Yeah, but that's four, fourteen not, nine not nine dollars. Sorry. Ah, right. Yeah. So it's one two. One nine um, at PMT at the moment. Okay, so the Gary Clark is one two nine nine, is it? Yeah, so this is eight, eighty quid cheaper, and you're missing out on a bridge system and a P ninety. There you go. I mean, eighty quid is about the, the price of a P ninety, isn't it? So it makes <laughs> sense. It's it completely makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And you're getting a fancier, like a fancier finish. It's Metallic red or metallic blue? Oh dear. Yeah. I yeah. I I like them. I generally I'm I'm positive towards them. I do want to try one, but I also want to try Gary Clark Jr. And I've not had a chance yet. You see, like 
I kind of really want to be in a pop punk band. I've really got into that kind of music again. And I think if I was going to do that, I wouldn't care about the bridge because it doesn't particularly matter if you're exactly in tune (laughs) anywhere past the seventh fret because you never go past it. Yeah. And like P90s are perfect. I think if I ever get around to setting one up with a couple of my mates that we keep, we keep talking about it and they're never doing it. If we ever got around to it, I think I'd want something like that. Yeah. But like, I don't think I'd, want to use the Cabernet or the Variax or anything, because I don't need any of the Yeah, the it doesn't need to be fancy, it just want... needs to be functional, doesn't it? Yeah, and like Maple Necks for Pop Punk, just a no, so the Cabernet is out. And yeah, I think just like something with P90s that you can just thrash around, and yeah, I think that that guitar would be perfect for that. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so we're going to move it on, because the uh, the other company... Big F. They've got a couple of things this week. And I think looking at the time and looking at what we've got to talk about, that'll probably take us to the end. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, the the new segment that keeps on giving, the Parallel Universe. Um, so it, I think this is probably the final one. If it's not, it's got to be close. Maybe. I, I think there might be one more left, but I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. So if they are ending on this one, it, it, they, they're ending with a big bang. Uh, so this one's the Meteora. Um, yeah. So it's a bit of a strange one, isn't it? It's like a bit jazz mastery. It's got, I'd forgotten how weird it looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it being a lot less weird looking on their press releases. So perhaps yeah. it's it's like gone through some more revisions since then. Possibly, I don't know. Like in my head, it wasn't quite as odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I thought it had a longer longer top horn as well, but apparently not. So I I, I actually watched a couple of videos on this because I didn't think it would be fair to just shit on it. Um, so it it is weird. So essentially, it's like it's really weird to describe. It's like almost like jazz mastery because it's offset, but with almost horns rather than just kind of the the blobs that you get with jazz masters where the neck. Yeah. Okay. Neck meets the body. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, and it's got a Telecaster setup, so it's like a, a Telecaster bridge, kind of, with your standard Tele bridge pickup and your standard Tele neck pickup. But the bridge is it's half modern, half vintage, because it it's not full ashtray, because it doesn't have the lip that goes the entire way around. But then it also has a little weird cover thing that goes over the the saddles as well. Yep. Um, just so you can't put any strings through it yeah string stringing yeah. through may be an issue um, it comes in like a like a butterscotch natural almost nitro yeah. finish uh, the the pickups are nice actually they're a twisted telenet pickup and a custom shop bridge uh, it's an yeah. ash body bone nut uh, 60s C profile neck so quite comfortable Narrow tall frets, so that's kind of more vintage feeling. Um, 
hideous block inlays on a maple fretboard. It's a little gaudy. I usually I'm usually a fan of block inlays, but on this nope. it doesn't quite work. Um, I think it probably could... Block inlays on maple is up there with, like, anything that should get in the sack. Yeah. In in certain situations, it works. Like, with coloured headstocks, it works, I think. Uh, It needs binding as well for it to work. Um, But, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a strange one. I think I would have preferred it if it had a rosewood board. Um, not entirely sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I thought I was gonna really like. I I remember quite liking the oddness of it when yeah. they did their first press release, but I don't like the look of this at all. No, no, no. We've had more chance to reflect on it. It's a little bit gag-inducing, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's it's definitely not for me. Uh, I mean, but this is Fender releasing a new body shape, essentially. They're doing it in a kind of soft way, so it's limited run to start off with and in the parallel universe, so what might have happened and et cetera, et cetera. So that's, it's a kind of, it's it's a clever way to do like a soft release rather than a a big push for this, this new body shape. Yeah, but I suppose if if this does gather traction and people start picking up the Meteora, we might see them coming into like full productions. I really can't see that happening. <laughs> no, I might be wrong, but um, no. it just there's too many. Like it, the body shape is just too weird, and that stupid bridge with the ashtray with the cover but only over the saddle so that you can't poke the strings through <laughs> yeah just get in the sack beggar's belief <laughs> um, so I like I say I watched a, a video that Fender released about the kind of the production of it and there was this this chap who was uh, it was basically his design and he, he was like showing some of the like the um the drawings that he did to kind of start it off. So like he started with like a template of a jazz master neck and used that for the scale. Um, and then like he made some, uh, he'd made some prototypes, like the second prototype he, he made by hand. Um, so it was like, it was a huge labor of love and you just like, that's really cool. But then it shows you the guitar, and you're like, "I wasn't bothered, mate." <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. Like, if you're gonna put a labour of love into something, put it into something <laughs> worth loving. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm yeah. I'm kind of torn because I want I want to support it. I want to support the new body shapes and not just having the same old strats and Les Pauls and SGs and, and whatnot being banded around again and again and again. But on the other hand, I don't want to get behind something just for the sake of change. And I think for this one, it would very much be that. Some of the criticism yeah. that I've, I've heard about it um, is fair cop. 
is people been saying like why why do the the telecaster thing with it because if if it's like this this whole new thing go go the whole hog make it yeah don't yeah don't half ass it where it's a telecaster but it just doesn't look like a telecaster like put some mini buckers in it or some filtrons or something yeah but it's not even like with the control plates the way it is like it's not a tally control plate which yeah makes it definitely not a tally but it's tally bridge or yeah, broken yeah. tally bridge with tally pickups and a tally yeah it's I yeah you're right it just like it needed to go a little bit further away. Yeah. I mean... Like, say, mini mini humbuckers or... I mean, I'm never going to use anything with mini humbuckers, but, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> I had an SG with mini humbuckers once, and it was fine. It it sounded lovely. Um, it was actually the way that the, the guitar played that didn't really excite me. Um, the the mini buckers sounded, sounded really good. Uh, yeah, um, like to be fair, I've never tried mini bookers, but I've like humbuckers are great. <laughs> so why would I try mini bookers? Yeah, it's just a different flavour, isn't it? It's just a new, a new thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. To be fair, I I never ever tried a filtertron style pickup until I tried my Cabernet and I fell in love with them. So you know, maybe I'm missing out. But could be for you. I can't see it myself. <laughs> yeah, and the the difficulty is they're they're so so hard to come by that you can't just pick one up and try one. Yeah, there yeah, is a setting on the Variax like, though. What what guitar's got? I take it I'd have to plug it in and change something to have mini. No, no, no. Um, special special two and four position. I think Firebirds. Right. Okay, but I, I, I changed. Uh, I changed the Les Paul setting, and I had uh, the mini bookers in position two and four. I think instead of the P nineties. Yeah, I believe I, I moved the P nineties somewhere else. Or it might no. <laughs> it was special that I, I moved. I took the took the Firebird out because I didn't want that, and I put a Les Paul body on it instead. Right, still okay. had the mini bookers, so it was like the Les Paul yeah. Deluxe. Yeah, because again, like I, I love the concept of them, but I've never been able to try one. Yeah, it's something I've never really thought about. So, um, Fender, not not the only thing that they're purporting to uh, to show us this week. Um, this one's a bit of a. Um, I'm sure I saw it a couple of weeks ago, actually. But so Midnight series made in Japan. Um, so we got a Strat, a Tele, and there's this weird. It looks a bit like a Strat, but it's got four strings. So we'll we'll ignore that one. <laughs> so it's got a Strat and a Tele. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the Midnight series. It's uh, so they're kind of gloss black finish, black. Uh, black plates as well. Uh, the Strat's got white um, white pickup surrounds, uh, pickup covers even, and knobs. The Tele doesn't have any white bits on it, but they've all got gold hardware as well. So, 
Black with gold hardware. I like black with gold hardware. Yeah, it's a, it's a classy look. So it's called the Midnight Series. However, things that you may not like. Um, so vintage radius seven point two five. Super 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 fat necks as well. Like um, ridiculously fat. I think it was like uh, U U shaped necks, which are the the oh fuck what series was it the the seventies player uh, tellies I think had right okay the big big fat unix um, yeah. yeah so they're coming in at seven nine nine dollars um, I don't know what what pickups or or anything like that I don't think it said but what are you saying um, I'm saying if they're seven nine nine dollars, why are they nine hundred eleven pounds? Oh. That's ridiculous. Um, I'm on guitar guitar at the moment, trying to find out what the pickups are. But like, if they're seven nine nine dollars and nine hundred eleven pounds, that's just annoying. Well, Japan's closer to America than the UK. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, the pickups it just says vintage style single coil. Yeah, so so they're nothing gonna, special. Yeah, it's gonna be alright. Um, I like the look of the guitars. Don't get me wrong, um, but I, I I don't think I'd pick them over say something else in that kind of nine hundred nine hundred quid price point. Yeah, so nine hundred quid price better point. Out there. You the the Edo Breen. Uh, strap was not much more than that. The Brad Paisley Telecaster, yeah. not much. I think these yeah. are in that same price. Yeah. So you're getting these kind of signature series ones for the same same price as the the midge ones. Yeah, mm. and like I, I know people like the 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 made in Japan stuff. It's got a very good reputation, but yeah. Obviously, they if they're only quoting them as vintage style pickups, they're not going to be. The best, which means you probably end up changing them out. Yeah, and for something, like, yeah, for something that's that price. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I say, I like the look of them. Um, I even don't mind yeah. the fact that there's like white plastic on a black gar- guitar with black plates. I think the Strat looks, it looks still looks classy with those white pickups and the white knobs. Yeah, but yeah, I think at that kind of price point, I'm going to want something that. I don't want to change. Whereas having pickups that you haven't even called anything other than vintage style leads yeah. me to believe that you're not confident that they're going to be the best. Yeah, you, you, and I don't want to spend another hundred quid on. Yeah, exactly. I don't particularly want to spend another hundred quid on a set of Fletchers if I'm buying a Strat. Yeah, for a hundred uh, for nine hundred quid. Yeah, yeah. If it, yeah, if it was a max max uh, kind of price point, you'd be like, yeah, okay. But it's not. It's yeah, for a grand, you can get you can get a fair bit. Yeah. So our final bit of news, and I think we we should just have time for this. So, uh, Reverend, they are a guitar company. They're, they are. Uh, they're they're quite they're making quite big waves actually, um, especially recently, with some of their releases. Um, uh, a couple of years ago, maybe they released the Tricky Gomez, 
which I can't tell you who Tricky Gomez is. I didn't know it was a signature battle. I just thought it was one of their range. Okay. Well, it might it might be. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. <laughs> um, but the Tricky Gomez, which is... It's like a, a semi-hollow. It's almost like... If a, an SG and a 335 had a had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of pointy pointy horns, but semi-hollow. It's got a Bigsby. Um, and Filtertron style pickups as well. So it's got yeah. a little bit of Gretsch thrown in there as well. Our, uh, our good friend Chris has got one. Um, so you might be able to see that on the gear exchange um, this week. Because <laughs> I think he's actually getting rid of it. Because... He's realised yeah. that it's a bit big. Uh, yeah, Chris is a, a smaller fella and doesn't particularly like the 335 size of the body. Yeah. So he's looking at moving it on. Yeah. He's buying a strat, which you'll also be able to see on the gear exchange. But yeah, Christmas about time. a month's time yet. Look, look out for a <laughs> deluxe player strat or something like that, is it? I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. We'll, we'll, we'll link it up when he, uh, when he does... You yeah, grab yourself he, a bargain. He puts it on there. Um, so yeah, the <laughs> the tricky Gomez, the one that um, that our good friend Chris has got, is like a a dark uh, dark burst. It's like a like a brown tobaccoy burst, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and it's in a in this it's in a quite fetching kind of matte finish as well. I, I quite like. Um, and I think they they released maybe another couple of colours, but now they're releasing some some special edition versions. And I'm, I want to get these uh, these names right. So uh, four colours. We've got Alpine Metallic. Have a guess what colour that is, Matt. Go on. Is Fun? it green? Yes, that's green. Okay, so deep sea blue. What's that one? Is that blue? That one's blue. Yeah, Venetian gold. Gold? Yep. Okay. Mulberry mist. Like a burgundy? Close. Pink. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like... Yeah, like a... Almost like a faded pink colour. So, we we cut the bullshit there. So, we've got like Alpine... Alpine Metallic is like a... uh, Yeah, kind of like a... A muted green... We've got the deep sea blue, which is like a rich blue. Venetian gold, which is a gold top, essentially. And mulberry mist, which is faded pink. These are the four finishes. They are very, very limited, though. There are only ten of each colour available worldwide. Wow, that's not many at all. No, it's not. And if you add them all together, you would get 40. Yeah, there were, there, I mean, there were quite a lot you of say it's 40, world. but at, at the end of the day, there's a lot of tricky Gomez's. There's just only 40 of these particular four colours. Yeah. Uh, so, like, like I mentioned, temper finish. Uh, it's a Karina, uh, Karina centre block maple uh, maple top. Bigsby B70 unit, so not, not a licensed Bigsby, an actual Bigglesby. Proper Bigsby. Yeah. yeah, it's got a roller bridge as well, so it will stay in tune. It will. God damn you. Um, yep. It's got a locking tuner and a bonite nut, which I'm assuming 
bone knot without the ethical repercussions. Yeah, yeah, it seems legit. I would guess so. Um, thirteen two nine for a potential I mean, like one out of forty in the world. Yeah, that's it's a a fairly cheap price for something that has licensed bigs. But sorry, it has a proper Bigsby, not a licensed one. It's a three three five size guitar, so straight away, if you go for Gibson, one of them, you're looking at two grand. If you're looking for an actual Gibson, like three three five, yeah, yeah, size hollow body, you've got Filtrons, which are obviously the best pickups. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. And yeah, it's it's nice and limited. Um, I I think it's a really good guitar. I think if I had the cash right now, I'd have taken Chris's off his hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have. 500 quid lying around and I've got too many guitars as it is with I've still got two that are on their way to me <laughs> I mean that's the problem isn't it I'm I'm like uh, like uh, someone who works at like the dogs trust or something and you, you see all these little puppies and you go oh I just want to keep them all uh, yeah. <laughs> but you can't you can't do it there's not enough space yeah I've got too many guitars. Like, I'm now realising that I don't have room for all of the guitars that I've got. I don't <laughs> want to get rid of any of them. Yeah. Like, I've got the Gretsch, which hasn't been out for about three months at this point. I've not touched the Pink Sparkle Strat in about six months. Um, the SG, the Cabernita, and the Variax have all been gigged fairly recently, like in the last month or two. Yeah. Um, I've got all the guitars that I can't think of off the top of my head um, I've got I mean, that, the, that right there is telling isn't it that's a, that's a telling yeah. tale but I've, I've also got a Les Paul on the way that the guitar geek is like, that I'm buying off the guitar geek that I'm buying on like sort of like a finance thing I'm paying him every month until I've paid it off and then I, I'll get the guitar I've got the bolt strap that I'm just waiting for now so I I I don't need to be buying any more guitars. Like, uh, probably, I need to be selling some guitars. Yeah, I've, I've come up, come up to that realization myself. I look at the the corner which is designated for my guitar collection, and it doesn't hold all the guitars as is. And then I've got like two that are just hidden, stashed in the bedroom somewhere. Um, <laughs> and this isn't including like the the guitars that are going to be coming. So, yeah, yeah, got two on the way from Bolt, or just one, two, yeah, one, two, two, yeah. I'd like to say it was a buy one <laughs> get one free kind of deal. And if anyone asks, it was. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, for the price you paid, it might as well have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were uh, they're incredibly reasonably priced. Um, and I've already got uh, I've already got pickups for the one already got Fletcher pickups so it's already sorted for the one and the second one I'm uh, in fact no I, I, sh- I should be uh, should be ordering them because I, I sold some Damasio humbuckers recently so there you go. I have the funds for the second one as well excellent news indeed <laughs> all's well um, now you just need to so, yeah. find somewhere to put the guitars <laughs> yeah, it's, it that that will be the problem. Trying to trying to trying to find them. Yeah, trying to find space. I don't know. Maybe I could fashion more like one into like a lamp, or I don't know, like a coat stand or something. Make them practical. Make them work for me. 
Um, but yeah, that is that is our podcast for this week, and we're pretty much coming in bang on time, which is fantastic. So, do you want to do it, Matt? As it's your birthday, as it's my your birthday, special on, birthday then. treat. So, if you would like to uh, hear any more of the budget pedal chap, you can go to Instagram.com and slash budget pedal chap. You go facebook.com slash budget pedal chap or you go on YouTube and search for the budget pedal chap. That's the one. Um, if you want to hear any of my other ramblings about things that are non-guitar related, you can listen to the Bad Booker's Wrestling Podcast, um, which is all about the wrestling. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to ignore the recent pay-per-view that's just happened in Saudi Arabia because, like politics and stuff and the fact that it was rubbish anyway um but yeah we don't particularly want to get into like the things that have been happening in the political climate in that area um so yeah we'll probably just pretend that didn't happen um but yeah there'll be another cast out this week um if you want to get in touch with me directly it's heel underscore matt on twitter um if you want to get in touch with us or get your questions out we read out on the pod and answered um, the best place to go is facebook.com go to groups and search for Fret Talk Podcast and that's probably the best way to get in touch with us if you want any sort of guitar questions answering indeed and don't forget also that there's a competition going on um, on uh, both mine and the, um, the the Dave Rage Instagram accounts at the moment where you can win some awesome stuff and I had a chat with uh, Anjay uh, either yesterday or the day before and he's potentially securing another prize for the pot. So, <laughs> yeah. Good news. Yeah, it's it's not helping that I'm try- I'm I'm wanting to now rig the competition so that I win. <laughs> I don't I, I still I said it last week and I'll say it again today. I don't think you're allowed to do that. No. Like morally and probably legally, I don't think I'm allowed to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, get get your uh, your entries in, um, and then then I will begrudgingly um, um, judge them <laughs> whilst thinking <laughs> why why is it not me? Um, so yes, from myself, Mister Budget Pedal Chap, I'm going to say thank you for thank you for listening this week, listeners. Uh, we're going to see you again next week. Um, so it's going to be a tatty bite and good, good day. Good day. It's still daytime. <laughs> tatty tatty bye and good day from me. Aye, good day from me. G'day. Still haven't I told found, you could use it as a. I still haven't found out what Australians say for goodbye. Good day. Is it good just day. Good day. Good day. Good day. <laughs> to yeah. a bit. Up, up to up to say hello and then down to say goodbye. So it's good day. Good day. Good day. Good day. That's it. And every man is Bruce and every lady is Sheila. Exactly. It's the best system. <laughs>
One, two, three. Birthday, Birthday boy. boy.